And welcome to the Journey from Dude to Dad podcast. I'm Mike Mickle, along with my friend Kevin Walker. We always enjoy our conversations about everything dadhood. All things dad. Amazing how that works. And amazing how every time we talk about all things dad, there's plenty to talk about. Fatherhood is a far-reaching, often frustrating... uh, frustrating would be the keyword for me today. We were just talking about, well, what can no. we talk about? And I'm like, I didn't even think about this till just now. The six-year-old has taken to constantly saying, I'm not going to do that. Oh, well, I, I think you are actually. I mean, like, it's like to the point where it's funny. Like, her mom and I it's just really like funny when it's not your six. Oh yeah, sure, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, when you're when you're a 17 year old does it, you're like, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know if that's a phase, but she she has gotten to the point where it's just like defiance all the time, like nonstop. It's awful. It's just awful. Well, we have an 18 year old who's going through the same thing. He must just be a late bloomer. But he, <laughs> we will tell him, Matt, you have to clean your room up. Matt, you have to clean your room up. Five days later, he hasn't cleaned his room up. And then we say, sorry, give us the keys. I mean, but now with that said, he's also the first one to check on somebody if he thinks there's sure. something wrong with him or whatever. Yeah. So, I shouldn't so he gets a pass because he's he got does. a kind heart. He does. But That's he, nice. just, um, he, he just sets his own time clock. Yeah. The other two were not necessarily like that. Matt just sets his own time clock. He, you know, he's going to do it. It just needs to be when it really works out for him. Does he get a little bit of a pass being the youngest? Do you do you treat him differently or less sternly than the other two because he's the youngest? Well, I can tell you what the answer would be if Kyler Kate were sitting here at the well, table. Of course, they, they would say would, yes. They would say absolutely. He gets a pass. But I it if he does I would say it's not because I love him any more than I love my other two. Yeah. I would say again, I'm old and I'm just tired. So there are times he gets a pass. See, this is what I have to look forward to. I just want to go to sleep. That's what I want to do. So Camden will be seven in April. Wow. And I'm 52. So let's do the math. So you say that you say that you're old and you have a senior in high school you will still be younger today than i will be when camden is matt's age correct probably because that's 11 years years? she'll be seven in april yeah Yeah. yeah. okay so i haven't hit 60 yet well see then i don't know how old you really think you are well how old just because you because you feel old doesn't mean you are old isn't that the old adage if you don't feel it you're not really well i feel it so i guess i i have arrived about that but i don't think i'm up for another like literally like 11 years of no i'm not gonna i haven't see then that's the other thing is that i've learned too and i already know this i should already know this it doesn't do any good for me to like get mad and put my foot down you're she doesn't listen any better unless i get really angry then she's like then she gets afraid like you're not afraid you know i'm not i've never spanked you you know you're not really afraid you're yeah. just i mean it's She's almost not it's, used to hearing it no. almost is laughable her mom and i laugh like we turn our head and like you know laugh into our arm like we're sneezing or something it just i'm like you've got it. so you my know, what well, i the, really think that that would help the situation if yeah, i may offer sure. some advice yeah is i really think you guys should have another one yeah so we've talked about that, and I'm like, that's you know, okay, that conversation should have been had when she was two, not almost seven. I mean, okay, but you see people you listening all the time. to this podcast. I know that you can't see us, but I really did wait for him to take a drink of his beer. I know. I, I, had, I, I needed a, a, a. If I had a shot, I would have taken a shot. But <laughs> I have thought about that. But can you imagine? And granted, I got married at 29, so I was not super young when I got married. Had a baby, got divorced. 
got remarried. So I feel like I'm behind the curve a little bit. I don't feel, again, I'm pretty active at 52. I don't feel 52, but I you don't look 52. I really think, though, that if I had another kid at like 54, I mean, I'm like, because uh, at some point that luck will run out and I will no longer feel 62. I will feel 62 at that age. So, I mean, you constantly talk about how life wears you out and tires you out. I'm like, I don't think I want, I, I'd love to have a son. Having two daughters, I would love to have a son, but there's no guarantees. And I'm like, well, that's all I need is a third girl, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't need that. It's It's been nice, again, having Kyle first and then Kate mm-hmm. and then Matt. And we've talked about this before. Kyle cannot deny who his dad is. Uh, there's just, you know, too many similarities physically. And then yeah. Kate is a nice mix. There's part of me and Kate, and there's part of her mom. She's got mm-hmm. her mom's blonde hair and blue eyes, but she's got, I don't know, some characteristics that scream dad, like the shape of her eyes and some other things, as people say, and her nose. and. Um, her, but, like, personality-wise, is she more like Karen? Mm, man, that's interesting. Kyle is definitely more like me when it comes to sense of humor or lack thereof. Um, Kate is a little bit... She's a little bit of both. Kate mm. is much more frugal, which she definitely gets. Gets from her mother. Yeah. Yeah, because exactly. that's not you. No, yeah. I, you know, I think our house is still set at like, I don't know, 38 degrees right now. Uh. Heat, so, uh, but we saved 37 cents last night on our utility bill. That counts, doesn't sure. it? Um, but Kate is also passionate about some yeah. things yep. and so i think she gets that from me and then matt he's a died i don't know he's still living his best life he's just enjoying being at home and he's an athlete and he's a senior in high school i think he's just living living the dream without he's, having the competition from his siblings that he would have had when he was younger yeah that's very true he has your full attention most of the time he does have it most of the time and he will say that he's kind of babied there i mean that you know he gets he can pretty much convince his mom to cook him whatever he wants and you know and that's funny actually do his laundry and all that kind of stuff so knowing karen that's actually funny because i don't strike her she doesn't strike me as someone who would do that for you oh no, <laughs> no i'll wait till there's a full load matt doesn't yeah to nope. get his laundry done I get it. But, you know that's it but he he also has uh you know this twisted sense of humor and yeah. Yeah. personality just in general and so he will tell you that he gets his look from his mom because he's got the blonde hair, the sure. blue eyes, all that kind of stuff. But on the inside, he's all his dad. And I okay. think that's a compliment. I think he's be, funny. Does that count? Yeah, sure. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I mean, he, I mean, he's, he is probably funny. I mean, and he, again, he's just, he's just experiencing. And it's funny because we, I mean, you, you have two other children who didn't live through a pandemic in high school. You know, my older daughter's in college and hasn't been in a classroom for almost a year. Everything's online. She texted me a couple days ago and said, I'm going to take a week off. I mean, they don't have a spring break this year. They have just a couple days here and a couple days. She's like, I'm going to take a week off, come back to Iowa. I'm going to hang out with mom and hang out with you and I'll do whatever classes online. But I have like three days off and then I'll do classes the other days. And she's, it's weird because this is, again, the girl who can't wait to get to Chicago because she loves living in Chicago. She loves Loyola. But even then, this so this will be the third time this school year, which now that it's February, it's not like it's been 
So from August to February, three times now, she's been like, I got to come home and spend like a week at home. I got to come spend some time at home. Because whether it's her three sweet mates who drive her crazy, or if she's just... I mean, I feel bad for her in a way because I'm like, I don't... Gosh, when will she get back to any semblance? She'll spend ha- almost 30 to 40% of her college experience in a pandemic. She's... She's a sophomore. She's a sophomore. Yeah. So yeah. Kate's in the second semester of her junior year, and it's very similar as you talk about that. I mean, she, you know, she doesn't have that many in-person classes. Yep. Uh, she is... Um, she enjoys her friends down there, but Kate's also the one that, well, her brother went to, over the weekend, went to Iowa City to see friends who still live there, uh, and stopped at Trader Joe's and got spinach dip because sure. he knew Kate loved it, and yep. then called Kate on the way home to tell her. So he's driving back from Iowa City. He calls his sister in Monmouth and says, okay, you need to come home. I have your spinach dip. And then... Somehow during all of that, I'm contacting Kyle, Karen's contacting me, Matt kind of falls into that loop, and it was a very communicative day for the Mickle family. I mean, we were all, uh, so it was kind of cool, but just knowing that they're at that point where they're communicating with each other as Matt's number of basketball games are dwindling, Uh, Kate's wanting to come home for that, Uh, she called us... I guess it was today, and said that she thinks she's going to come home for a couple of days tomorrow, and she's going to be able to hang out with both of her brothers, and just, I mean, she... That she cares at that age to hang out with her brothers is kind of a cool thing. She wants to see her puppy, and she wants to sleep Well, there's that, too. Yeah, there's that, too. The puppy is always a good thing. But they really have become friends. I mean... Not only are they siblings now, she and her brother, brothers have they get along. become friends. And yeah, and now they can still, if they're in the same small space for too long, you know, it's it's the relationship. So passed. try having your children be 13 years apart and then wonder, I often wonder how close Camden and Caitlin, Caitlin like will FaceTime her and she wants to see her and she wants to play with the dog when she comes home, but they're 13 years apart and I often wonder... How close will they really be? Because, again, Caitlin's 20. She's a sophomore in college. She, like, loves her sister, but she can't have girl talk with her sister. Makes me think, like, when Camden is 15, Caitlin probably will be married, hopefully, by then, you know? Camden says to me, just on a side note, a couple days ago, Dad, you'll probably be a grandpa soon. And I'm like, I don't think I will. Do I need need to call your sister? And she says, well, you're old now. You're 52. You'll probably be dead soon. You want to be a grandpa before then. Oh, my. So the six-year-old doesn't really have any sense of time at all. She just thinks that 52. She's got spunk, though. You're not as old as Grandpa Bill. My dad's like 75. And I'm like, I, what, what the hell is wrong with this kid? I'm like, not only are you defiant and saying no to everything your mom and I ask, then you're telling me that I should be a grandpa pretty soon because I'm going to die soon. I, and I said, I got news for you. I'm going to live to be 100 just to upset you. <laughs> I'm going to outlive I'm your mom. I'm going to be a great grandpa. I'm going to be a great, great grandpa. Yeah, your kids are going to know me. I'm like, are you kidding me? She's, then she also said, yeah, I would like to have a girl. I guess I'll have to have a husband so I can have a baby, but I'd like to just have a girl by myself. She's like, I'm like, what? She, you're 
almost seven. What the heck is going on in your head? How I'm do you like, not have chest pains when your daughter's saying? It makes me, yeah, it makes me want to drink. <laughs> well, lucky for us, we are, by you know. Yeah, no kidding. We're in a different location we're today. We're in, yeah. Yeah, this is a nice place. This is like your hidden gem. I've never been here before. Oh, my. Well, you know, now you're really in the inner circle. Cause That's I like true. To come here with a I know where you, yeah, now I know where you hang out. Exactly. But uh, you're on the edge of LeClaire, and it's, it's a really so nice place. There's some people bellied up at the bar. We're back here in the corner. There are a few. You can probably yeah. still hear yep. them in the background. They're yep. having a good time on a early in the week afternoon. Not uh, They're just not happy that Friday. it was in the 40s today. We have finally turned the corner. Oh. If you're not in Iowa or Illinois, we had, what, like two weeks in a row where it was literally single digits or maybe 15. It was so and cold. Double digit below zero. At night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And especially with the wind chill. It was awful. It was so, it was horrible to walk outside. And today I found myself, I left something in the car and walked out of my office to go get it. I didn't even put on the coat. I'm like, oh, I'm wearing shorts today. Here. It's yeah. very nice. I mean, I'm sure by the time we leave tonight, it'll be in the thirties, but right. it, the whole week and finally spring might be coming, I guess. Uh, I mean, in theory. We did hear birds today. Yeah, I've heard some this last couple of days too, which made me think, God, those birds got to be cold. If birds could tweet profanities, yep. I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing. <laughs> they could. They're like, this is crazy. But I don't know that you can actually do. Yeah, that. I'm not sure that that's possible. That's, I mean, I guess that's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah. So my my six soon to be seven year old is, I absolutely love her to death, but she is. I mean, if I didn't know that she wasn't bipolar, I would be like, you are crazy. <laughs> she goes from, it's like Jekyll to Hyde in 1.7 seconds. What do you mean you want me to go to bed? Well, you at least you know that she is worried about your longevity. <laughs> she is. She's convinced that you're not going to live to see grandkids. I know. So that's yep. awesome. I think you should be a grandpa soon because you're going to die. You're 52. You're old. I'm like, I don't know. What is wrong with you? I am not old. I will outlive your mom just to be obstinate. <laughs> it's like, come on. You know, as I like to say, Kev, you know, you're going to be around for a long time because God doesn't want you and the devil's afraid well, to take true. over. Well, that's true. So that may be true. You're, I'm a, you're I'm, safe I'm, for a while. I'm stuck here on earth for quite a while then. No, that's fine. I get you it. You may really live to be 100. Yep. You'll be right there with They're me. You're still going to be arguing. That's true. We'll be out. <laughs> It's no, just, you it's, take him. No, you it's take almost, him. but with her, when, when there's the argument, I mean, it's almost like, mm, do I pacify her? Because if I just yell, she she gets really upset, and then she starts, you know, screaming and breathing. And like we, she just, she's evidently either at school or at dance class or mom taught her. She's learned some breathing. Like, when she gets really upset, she's got to, like, learn, she's got to breathe. And I'm like, just stop crying right now. You don't need to, any breathing. Just, this is ridiculous. I mean, like, I just... I try to be super patient, but as a dad, if you if you're listening and you, and you can correlate this, I there if it's been a bad day, I don't have the patience. That's my problem. Is that depending on how my day went, I will either be ultra patient with her and walk her through it, or it'll be like, look, if you want to watch TV anytime before summer, you're gonna stop this nonsense. Uh-huh. Uh, it, yeah, it's. I'm. I don't react well when I've had a bad day. I like feed off her like anger or her, as I call it, ridiculousness. <laughs> well, we both have more to do than we have hours in the day. Oh, absolutely. And so, yeah. And I'm sure many of the dads out there listening can relate to this. But I will say that Karen's big thing for me now is she'll see when I come home at night, or she'll just kind of look at me and go, 
your tank's empty. You need to unplug and you need to just refuel yep. and get ready for tomorrow. And I'm like, because, you know, there again, Kyle's 23. Well, the majority of my team at Local 4 is 22 yeah. to 23. Yeah. And so, again, we've talked about this in the past, but, you know, when they're out covering breaking news and they're covering stories in the middle of a pandemic and it's just part of my DNA, I can't help but worry about them and make sure they're okay. Yeah. You know, when you've got a, when you've got some young male reporters that could probably bench press me, it seems silly for me to worry about them, but I just do. And so I'll come home some nights and she'll just say, I can tell that you are just drained. So now try to think about this. I mean, because the blessing you have with your children being older is try coming home with an empty tank and then having a six-year-old who needs your attention. So it doesn't happen very often. I'm not always like at the end of my rope at the end of the day, but the days that I come home and she needs my attention because maybe mom's had a bad day or mom's already had her for three hours or whatever it happens to be. I, although nothing makes me like turn my day around or turn my mood around quicker than my daughter. And same way Caitlin used to do when she was little. I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot for me to be grateful for what I've got. Or if she's not doing something that pushes all my buttons at the same time, I'm like, I'd love nothing more. And my wife and I had this conversation a couple of days ago about how I'm a, I'm a guy who has, owns a couple of businesses, knows a lot of people professionally. I don't have a tremendous amount of super close male friends because when I got divorced, I spent so much time being a dad to my daughter. Right. I'd rather stay at home on a Friday night and hang out with my kid because I had her than go out and hang out at the bars. So I still probably would rather do nothing more than hang out with my six-year-old and be a good dad than anything else. I mean, not that I don't need time like this to go out and record a podcast or have a beer with a friend or or whatever. But at the end of the day, I think outside of my marriage, which is primary, I think my my next best thing or the thing I would gravitate to immediately would be what can I do with my kid? Hang out. Well, we're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna go to Subway and have a little dessert, or we're gonna do this. Or it, it's like some of this sitting and watching PBS Kids. Sometimes Michael Carton, when he was on with us like last year, we talked about that. How to me sometimes just watching uh, whatever it might be, Arthur or shows that my other daughter watched, I get as much satisfaction about those things as maybe going to a Cubs game with my kids. Or something. it's just amazing how the little things. When it's been a long day or a long week, you can just be like, okay, this is, there are many, many times during this pandemic because business has not been horrible for me. It's, it is a good, not a bad year. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? It really is just, this is the life I wanted. Just being a parent, I got a chance to get remarried, got a chance to have another child. Part of me sometimes is just grateful that she has a meltdown because I've got a kid that will have a, you know what I mean? It's like sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm just going to grin and bear it because I'm not sure I I was not sure I was ever going to get that chance again where now I'm like, okay, I'm grateful for that. You know, and so I'm at a completely different, you know, stage Mm -hmm. in my life. And one of my best times that I've had recently was yesterday. Was it yesterday when the Hawkeyes played? Yeah. At four o'clock? Yep. 4.30? Yesterday. Um, and Kyle said, hey, I'm going to watch the Hawks today. You want to watch it with me? And then Matt came in. Oh, that's and cool. So yeah. Karen came in at some point because she had worked. She'd picked up a shift at Convenient Care. And she came in and she went, oh, my three boys are Look all here. Yeah. I looked around and went, 
because Boomer was there too. Sure. For those of you who haven't heard oh, of the Boomer before, Boomer is the beautiful dog that we got a year ago. And I said, I said, oh, wait, was that the boys and me, or were you talking about Boomer? <laughs> and she said, uh, my four boys are yeah, here. See, so let's... I'm pretty sure she was talking about Boomer. Yep. And she quickly adjusted the count. So, but there again. There wasn't a whole lot of conversation. There was some cheering. There was some groaning during that game. Yeah. But it was just, sometimes it's just being present. Just being in just that same. Just be, you're right. Them, That's you know. And, and and often when Caitlin will come back from Loyola in Chicago, she still is because she's 20. She's still like glued to her phone. Mm-hmm. But then she'll put it down and spend seven minutes like totally engaging with her sister yeah. or with me or whatever. And I guess to me, I'm I'm as much as I would be like, look, put your phone down. Let's put our phone down. Let's have a phone-free Sunday or whatever. But I find that even in those moments when it's me and her and her sister and her mom watching Disney Plus and I could care less of what movie's watching, the thought that I'm with all my girls, it is a pretty good moment. And, th- and those are the kind of times I think, you know what? Life's not too bad. And while it may only be seven minutes, it was seven minutes that she chose. She wasn't forced to because true. she wasn't told to put down the phone. Yeah, that's true. She put down the phone and said, hey, Dad, let's talk, you know? And I, I and seven I, minutes, what else are you going to talk to her about? Because other, oh, after that, it's going to seem like you're prying. Well, and that's the thing. You're right. Even my conversations with, with my oldest daughter are much shorter. They may be more in-depth and they're more, but they're not long. There's an, after 12 minutes, it's done. That phone call's over. Like, how, yeah. how, how's Dustin, the new boyfriend? Well, a couple questions in, and she's like, I don't think I, that's enough. I, I met him a couple weeks ago. I was in Chicago. Really nice guy. It was so refreshing. He called me, you know, by my real, by my, my real name is Rakuzik. Yeah. And he called me Mr. Rakuzik. And I'm like, eh. I'm like, you don't need to be that polite. It's fine. I'm like, you can call me Kevin. But no, no, no. I want. It's just he at your act- advanced age. I have to show respect. That's sure. Yeah, Cam that's, talk that's to not what he said, but I mean that's true. He says, "I hear your daughter says you're going to be a grandpa soon." I said, "Well, because I, I, and I called Caitlin. I called Caitlin and I said, "Hey, your sister says I'm going to be a grandpa soon. Is there anything I need to know?" She goes, she laughs and she goes, "What?" I'm like, "I'm she's seven. Relax. It's okay. It's good." I'm you're like, brave. I don't ask that question. I'm like. I, is there anything I need to know? 23-year-old, 21-year-old, yeah. and an 18-year-old? Nope, like, I don't want to know. Uh, I, I don't want to know. That's, yeah, that's exactly. my thing. I don't want to know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it is. It, it is that time. I can have a conversation with her on the phone, and seven minutes is like 25 minutes when she was in high school. We can cover more ground and have a better conversation than we ever used to. And she routinely now, where she... Never used to. She would call her mom. She will call me and ask for advice. Or what should I do about this? Anytime she calls me and says, "Hey, I have a," or, or she'll text me and say, "Can I call you? I have a. I need your help." Uh, yeah, because I had gotten to the point where she never needed my help for anything. So I'm right. like, uh, "Yeah, let me. Yeah, let me take a break and call me right now." And it's always something innocuous, but that she even cares enough or thinks enough to call me yep. because as a divorced parent, she gravitates towards her mom because. She's a girl, and I get that. And she has a great relationship with her mother, and her mother is a good mom. We just didn't get along as husband and wife. I get that. But when she will call me and say, hey, Dad, I, I need some advice, or I need your help, or hey, this is something I'd rather talk to you about than mom. Okay, well, I don't need to know that, but what, what do you need? And those are times that I'm like, you know what? Maybe I did something right along the way. Well, Karen and I aren't divorced, and the kids still want to go to Karen first. It's, right. it's all about mom. Well, I mean. Well, 
Well, I guess it depends. You know, you always have Boomer. I guess I do have Boomer. Well, even Boomer loves Mommy more than Daddy. But see, now that the lucky thing about that is our dog Kinnick cares only about me. We did not get the dog for me. The dog was for Camden. The dog is like my shadow, and I'm like, this is great. But why am I taking the dog out at 5 a.m., 10 p.m., all times in between? Now I'll take Boomer out at 10 p.m., but at 4 p.m., 5 p.m., he only wants mommy. I've gotten <laughs> out of bed to take him, and no, he'll good. stand on Karen's side of the bed and whine. I'm like, <laughs> he won't go. Does not make her happy. She oh, I'm sure. When he, you know, the rest of the time. Yep. Yeah. But Kate, obviously, Kate. There's just some certain things that she just wants to talk to mom about, but she will call me occasionally. Uh, Kyle will have conversations with me. Uh, if Matt wants money, he comes to me. Uh, yeah, but he'll eventually, Matt will eventually, as he gets older, he'll probably follow in the same kind of pattern that his older brother does. Eventually, he will look to you more for advice than for humor or for uh, a comedic relief, I suppose. I mean, not that you I don't, don't know, like... I'll still be funny. Well, you, well <laughs> I mean, that's true. I guess you will. Being the newsman that you are. Uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm basically Will Ferrell. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's how I often describe you to my friends. I'd be like, this guy that I know, he's very much like Will Ferrell. Almost as funny. This is our last podcast. Yeah, really. This is the end of the journey. <laughs> but it, how long has this been? We, We're at 25 minutes. It See, take, it takes no time for us to just go on about... You know, life. It's crazy. We could take a break. All right, let's take a break right now. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more of The Journey from Dude to Dad. It's The Journey from Dude to Dad. It's Kevin Walker and Mike Mickle. We are at a new location this time, Mike. Normally, we're at Caddy's. Today, we pick somewhere else. We're at Valley Inn, just on the edge of LeClaire. And uh, the crowd of the bars. This is a really nice place. It's a little more quiet, isn't it? This is a really... I'm going to have to bring my wife here. Be like, hey... I got a place for us to go. She'll be like, I don't drink beer. I'm like, then I'll go by myself. All right. I'll call Mike. <laughs> I'll call Mike. We're, I mean, this is relatively close to where we live. It's not far away. It it's not far at all. No. And we've come here after some games and stuff, actually, yeah. uh, with a group of people. So, you know, not to the frequency that we've been to some other places that might be closer to the location. Where we're if people listening to this podcast don't know us, they would think that all we do is drink beer. Literally. Yeah. Like and all we really do. only six days a week. We <laughs> Sure. I mean, four for me, six for you. I get it. I mean, that's fine. Your work is well, your work is just a little bit more stressful than mine, evidently. <laughs> a little. Yeah, uh-huh. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Well, in this episode, we've been talking about our kids, like usual, and uh, talking about things that are going on with our families, and there's always some semblance of transition. You have three kids, two of them in college or out of college, and so the difference between you and I is I still have a six-year-old, almost seven-year-old at home. It's like I'm doing everything all over f- for God the second time. Well, yeah, I need it. Thank you. <laughs> I need I need the Pope to call and give me a blessing. Um, but there's always transition. I mean, whether it's... The, I mean, like, like the big thing in my house right now is that Camden is finally progressing to the point where she's reading well, first grade level. And then her sister is worried about like getting her sorority stuff done. I'm like, it's such a dichotomy between one and the other. With you, they're a little bit closer together, but they all have their own individual thing. They do. Kyle's getting ready to move to Cincinnati uh, for some more training for his next career. Um, obviously, we've talked about this before. He had a 10-month paid internship and was kind of what appeared to be on the fast track uh, in Major League Baseball and 
corporate engagement. And um, then, of course, the pandemic hit, and that entire internship was shut down. And so he came back home. He found a job here, but now he's found his next path. And in three weeks, he'll be moving for two and a half months for some training in Cincinnati. And then from there, Lord only knows where he'll go, probably south after this winter. He has said that he's... uh, He's going to want to move where it's warm again. which Yeah, because Cincinnati's not really warm. No. no Summer, maybe. He'll get the training, and then he's looking at either Texas, Florida, or Arizona. And he did at least pick three locations. The cities have nonstop flights from the Quad Cities. Sure, that's nice. So I thought that was Let's pick awesome. a city where Dad yeah. can fly to at any given moment. Exactly, exactly. It's not like when he was in Iowa City where you get in a car and be there in an hour. Yeah, exactly. And then Kate is, and speaking of an hour, Kate's in Monmouth, so I can still drive to see her. But she's in her How much notice do you need to give her? Do you ever just, like, show up? Or do you have to like give her notice that you're coming to Mama to hang out with her no, and I take her to her dinner? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, because <laughs> I could just see that if I drove all the way to Chicago. Hey, by the way, what are you doing? You want to go to dinner? What do you mean? I'm I'm like two blocks from your apartment. It would be like, uh, no. I yeah, got, exactly. I, I'd be like, what? So yeah, I always I always kind of like, hey, what's your weekend look like? If I come in Chicago on Sunday, can we have lunch? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've only got a couple more months with Matt at home. I mean, I guess I'll have him for the summer. But then he just got his acceptance letter from the University of Iowa yesterday. and that is, that, was is that top of his list? Saturday, excuse me. But, yeah, a couple of days ago. Uh, yeah. Because I know at one point, because he's an athlete, like his brother, right. and he had looked at some, uh, like, D2, D3 schools that – did he make the decision that, like – Sports at the next level was not as, was not as important as he is athletic or as as academics. He just wants to go and experience and and do the college thing and, and be a student. He is very much doing what Kyle did. Yeah, and I remember when we talked to Kyle about maybe playing football, even on the D three level, and he made it perfectly clear that when he put down the football for the last time, he wanted it to be surrounded by the guys that he loves like brothers that he's grown up playing yeah. with. And Matt's very much the same way. Matt doesn't want to play basketball anywhere. He doesn't want to play football anywhere. He did think about it, but he said the same thing. You it's know, a lot it's a lot of effort though. Even at a D two or three school, you you're on scholarship. It's a lot of effort. It is. It is. And so he's gonna go try Iowa and we'll see if how that goes for him. You know, it's a big campus and mm-hmm. Matt has grown up, and this, well, they all three did, though. But Kate knew she wanted to go to a smaller college. And Kyle knew that he wanted the Hawkeye experience. And now Matt thinks that's what he wants. And so we'll Do you think see. that's because his brother went there? Does he Did he experience enough of it with his brother that he, like, thinks it's what he wants? I think so. I, think I mean, so. not like Iowa's not a cool place. I mean, it, it is big. It's the Hawkeyes. We're all Hawkeye fans. I mean... It's interesting that he wants to follow in those footsteps. Or, or he may say, I'm creating my own path. You know, he's been to a football game there. He went to his brother's apartment before the game when we went there one time. He's, he's experienced uh, the University of Iowa campus. Yeah. But not walking across. You know, we, we made yeah. the rule with all three of, well, the first two, that they're not getting a vehicle right away. They're it, we're not going to let that so happen. So is the baby going to get a vehicle then is what you're that's saying? That's what he's saying. He's telling nice. everybody he is. And his mom, even his mom, is saying, oh, no, you're not. Not for the first year and a half, you're not. Yeah. You can walk across campus. So we'll see. <laughs> he's a, he's a healthy we'll boy. He can walk across campus. Yeah. I think, yeah. So he's, he seems like he's got his path set. Your daughter seems to be doing well in college. Yeah. So 
it's almost like with Kyle, you you have some borrowed time. Like you got it because of the pandemic. He came and spent some time at home. Oh, absolutely. It's almost like overtime for you. So are you are you gonna? I mean, and again, I'll be the first dad to admit that I cry all the time about stuff. So how hard is it for you that he's leaving for Cincinnati? When in reality, if he had, if if the pandemic hadn't hit. He wouldn't have been home and stayed at home all summer or for the last eight months or whatever it was. You know, it's weird because um, I want to say I'll be tougher when he leaves this time, but I doubt it. I mean, just as you said, when he left to go to Florida, I thought, okay, this is a 10-month paid internship, and then they start hiring from within when they have openings. We're never all going to live in the same house again. Mm-hmm. This yep. is it. And then three months later, surprise, and he, you know, he's back because of the pandemic. And then Kate comes home the last part of, you know, the last semester mm-hmm. of her sophomore year because yeah. of this. And so then all of a sudden, all five of us are back there again. And I loved having the kids at home. But then I realized what they were missing out on. Sure. So yeah. I want to believe that when Kyle leaves... Um, Cincinnati won't be that bad because it's two and a half months, um, and that's six hours away. Not that I checked or anything, but I can drive <laughs> if I want to. Great. And then after that, you know, then we'll see where he ends up. But I think that I th- at that point, Matt will be in college or shortly thereafter. And I think it's time that Karen and I took the money that we spent on all those sports uniforms and the travel teams and all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff, and we look for Allegiant to have really good airfare sales, and we go out for three days or four days and and do some stuff like that. You'll be in a situation that I'm not sure I'll ever be in because with a daughter who is 20, almost 21, great, like... You're not home hardly ever. That she she barely. I mean, even with the pandemic, she split time between her mom and our house. But with a six, almost seven year old, I'll have a kid in the house till I'm, you know, in my sixties. I don't know if I'll ever get to experience that whole like, hey, the kids are gone. Let's go like live our life. Well, according to Camden, you're going to become a grandpa know, and then I'm you're going to die and then be dead by fifty five. I'm like, what? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. She she has no. I mean, she doesn't understand. She well, you are older than mom, so you must be old. No, I'm going to outlive your mom and you. <laughs> Just Damn out it. of spite. Just out of spite. I'm going to live to be a hundred. She heard the story on it. I was watching NBC News just a couple days ago because it would happen to be on, and there was a story. Uh, I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, it happened to be <laughs> CBS. on. Quote, CBS. unquote, it happened to be on. And there was a story about a 117-year-old nun in Europe. She's like the oldest like living person in Europe, and she just like got over the coronavirus. And Camden could not understand, because she kind of understands 117 as a number. Well, Dad, she... I, she's really old yes she's like twice as old as dad so after she gives me the whole oh you're gonna be a grandpa soon and you're gonna be dead soon because you're 52 i'm like camden i'm gonna live to be 117 and when you're 75 years old i'll still be alive and i'm gonna tell you that i told you so i think the missing link there is that nun lived a very godly and she did she lived a godly life and i mean i'm catholic but i don't think i'm nearly as godly as as a sister not even close no that's true (laughs) i mean no i get it I get it. Well, there you go. There's another Journey from Dude to Dad podcast about absolutely nothing. No, Boy, absolutely. And everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely exactly. nothing and everything. Our this kids is, are thriving as usual. Uh-huh. Or we're still alive. sort of thriving, I guess. We're, we're, we're having fun. That's right. Yeah. 
and we came to a different place to have beer. We did. So, so tell everybody where they can find us online because they may actually want to follow us after this. I think they will. Well, well I mean, may is okay. a strong word. There obviously is the journey from dude to dad on Facebook and Instagram. And there's the journey to the number two journey to dad.com is our website. We would love to invite more dads. I mean, who wouldn't want to be dudes. part of this fun? Exactly. I mean, really, who wouldn't want to sit at a bar with popcorn and beer and talk about their kids? We won't even charge you. We'll let you come join sure. us for free. How about exactly. that? Exactly. <laughs> so you can email us right on the website or on the Facebook page. Send us a message. We'd love to have you on. If you have a topic you want us to talk about or if you want to be a guest or you have someone you'd recommend to be a guest. If you were like, no, really, maybe some of the grandpas I know, like Kevin's age, would like to be on there. And you I mean, the hurry chance, if you want to really I mean, co-host the with chances that you're going to be a grandpa before me are probably stronger. But my six-year-old evidently feels that if you're in your 50s, you have to be a grandpa. You know, if you really want to join us and have Kevin be your co-host, you should hurry because okay, because I don't have lo- I'm not long on this earth. I know. <laughs> Just ask Camden. <laughs> Thanks for being part of the journey from dude to dad. We're glad we're sharing it with all of you.